Where did Frank go? You know the funny thing about life? Talk to him, train. It be the closest people to you, be your biggest haters. Said that, you're right. It's worse than when you see you do good, just not better than them. Huh? Let your haters motivate you, elevate you. Alright. It's Johnny. Cause they me because of where I'm living. I know them fans that watching me because of where I'm living. She trying to Pull up an onyx and I let them strippers have it I show my some tackers I ain't never had Hard up till I can from the bottom I'm throwing all the dollars Rockin' Gucci, rockin' Prada And we the baddest models Fresh yourself when I step out Hit the club, we're showing up Standing on the phony couches Now the whole club asking bottles Got it, cause they hate me because of where I'm living I know them fans that watching me because of where I'm living She trying to You already know. You know the vibes. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. We about to get it. Yeah. I'm ready. You ready? Hey man, I stay ready. You feel me? <laughs> I'm like Wayne today. I'm drinking protein shakes. Oh Lord. <laughs> Listen, man. I ain't gonna lie. That three, like getting that three thousand calories in, like is like wearing me down. Like by the end of my night, I'm done. Like seriously, a lot of calories. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's uh, proper eating. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even... Like, the end of the night, I'm like, yo. I tried to oh. watch Boys in the Hood the other night at midnight. I was like, nah, forget it. I don't miss them days. <laughs> I did. I tried, You ever try to watch a movie mad late? You're like, all right, let me, I'm going to try this. I, I turned Boys in the Hood on at like 12 o'clock. I was like, why even do it? It's all. Oh, my God. Y'all yeah. crazy. How was y'all week? It was chilling. It was good. Um, had a speaking engagement and um it went well, went very well, very well received, you know, got more to come. So that was a blessing. That was a good thing. Cool. You know, what about you? like yeah, when I grow up. Mm -mm. I, I just almost died, but I'm good. What? Yeah. Me and my son got stuck on the side of the mountain. Somebody had to come pull us out. It was a mess, a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute disaster. Wow. Yeah, bad. But we're here. <laughs> hey. <yeah. laughs> 
I, I, I really do want more to that story. I realize you probably don't have time, but I, I really do want more to that story. Like that's, I, got, I got you after the show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's traumatic, but we good. You know, I ain't, you know, yeah. I'm wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we got a long show and we got a special guest. So um I'll introduce the regular co-host and then I'll let Wayne introduce his guest co-host, his his girl, his people. So you know, we got the one and only Adrian Taylor, aka Hey Deezy, baby. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Big Poppy. Oh, yeah, God. I'm Big Poppy today. Yeah, I'm feeling like Big Poppy. All you see right, the beard? I'm, it's illustrious. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the infamous, the legendary, Mr. Wayne Stephen, a.k.a. Stephen A. Spliff. Bitch, I almost dropped my drink. <laughs> Spliff. A.K.A. C-Train Wayne. Because you got to take the C-Train to get to Rockaway Avenue in Brooklyn. Okay. You don't care. Whatever. Uh, we bring you Miss Didi Leggett, A.K.A. Y'all know who it is. The core queen. A.K.A. The definition of a cougar. Hold on for a second. <laughs> Let me look at my notes. It's no, it's right there. It's, I just Googled it. The calendar came right up. It's crazy. Like I Googled it and it. Yes. Oh, oh okay. It's, it's okay. It's in there. It's, 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 it's okay. It's in there. Okay. See how you got to have two references. Remember, you used to write papers. You had to have two references. You just got them. Yeah. There you go. Credible references. Hey, listen, listen. Evening, AJ Slam 41. Evening, evening. All right. Well, um, Wayne, for the, yep. the battle buddies in the comments, we got a special guest co-host tonight, and I will let Wayne Steven uh Wheezy himself introduce her. She's ready to come on. Yeah, man. This is um own girl Jada, aka Urban Laughter. She's the co-host and social media strategist of the Rude Urban podcast the rude urban truth podcast she found her way into podcasting while living in the wilds of south uh north charlotte north carolina and currently lives in the greatest city in the world brooklyn new york and now she discusses modern dating and pop culture topics weekly aka j-a-d-a she got beef with the feds and the d-a jada miller i was trying to bring her on but i don't see her ah can you see me now no. Well, hey, Jada, we just can't see you. I hear you. We can hear you. Okay, good. Let me see what's going on with this camera. Take your time. Take your time. All right, let's see. We have the audio together. And y'all want to know what's crazy is we use StreamYard on our podcast, too. There you go. There okay, you go. Now? There she is. We can see you. All right, we, go. we, in, we in business now. <laughs> Welcome, Jada. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to see y'all. I hear some southern <laughs> accents coming through. It's making me happy. Mm -mm. Just him. I just it's been just, in the south for a while. I'm not. It's just me. one. Yeah. Okay, just, just the guy down there. Yeah. Wait, Didi. Neither am I. I'm from PA, but I've been in the south for a while. I'm from PA too. 
Are you where from? Yes, right outside of Philly, Bristol, PA. I'm from Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, look at that. See? Y'all had that. me thinking I was on the phone with I mean on, on the podcast with some southerners, but y'all faking it. I mean, we technically we honorary southerners, right? That count? Right. Because there's two types of people in the world. People from the South and people that want to be from the South. You know what I'm saying? That's oh what they say. God, Wayne, don't start your shit. Right, because I was going to say, don't, don't get carried away. Because see, now we was keeping it cute. Like, all right, we, we respect y'all, but... You know. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, I'm outnumbered, oh, yeah. so I'm going to just let it slide. Uh-huh. No, you always say the South got something to say. You said you let it slide this week. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm, you know, the South always winning. Sometimes we got to, you know, let y'all have y'all fun. So, you know, it's all good. Just once. Did he say besides from always winning? The always. South is always winning. They, they always win. You, you got to let people maintain their fiction, too. So, y'all got to, you got to, listen, you can't win <laughs> people's parades. You can't do that. Yeah. South's always winning. Hey, take your wins. <laughs> While I'm being quiet, take your wing. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take your wing. I like, no. I like this. Look. I like this. this noted, noted. Take right my now. wins. Okay, look, ready to take my wings. Okay, okay. I'm gonna sit here and eat my metaphorical food. <laughs> he in real form today. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're gonna get into our first trending topic of the week, which is the announcement. I guess it's official now. I'm assuming it finally is official Tom Brady's retirement. It's finally official because all week has been speculations and now he's finally made his announcement. What y'all think about that? I mean, I think he could keep playing if he, if he wants. Um, that's kind of a heck of a way. I mean, he lost, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a great career. I, I, I would have liked to see one more year, but I mean, I get it. You're getting old and you got kids. You're trying to be there, watch them grow. So, um, but great career. Definitely the best quarterback of all time, um, for sure. Yeah. Not even a question. Oh, God. I so we can let the guests go. Wayne's wheels turning. No, no, no. I just I got a couple of things. That's why I'm just going to let Jada go. <laughs> Same thing. I was thinking good career. I mean, I'm happy to see him go. I'm from Pittsburgh, I already told y'all. I'm a Steelers fan. I'm not a big sports fan, but I am a Steelers fan. So for me, I'm happy to stop getting beat by him. I'm ready for Burrow to go. See ya. It was nice. It was cute. I'm happy for you. Wonderful career. I want to see you in the Hall of Fame, everything. That's wonderful. But yeah, bye. I'm happy. I, I love to hear it. I do not need another year. I'm okay. I kind of felt like he was going to because, of, because he lost. I kind of felt like he was going to. And it was the way it was like the season that he lost in. There's a little bit of drama, and, and he don't like all that. Like he, he's like, "God, right, man, I'm getting too old for this. Let me, you know, let me get up out of here." Like that was something I don't because even when he was in a, even in the midst of the whole Aaron Hernandez murdering thing, like that wasn't even, set, you know what I'm saying? Like that didn't, that wasn't even drama towards him. That was just contained. And I knew he was going to dip on that note, you know. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's crazy watching him. It's kind of like watching, like when you, when you watch Mike retire, it's like somebody you watched growing up. Now it's, it's just time for somebody else to to step into those shoes. Not that anybody can ever do it because nobody's going to have that kind of longevity. Like they just don't make athletes like that anymore. They don't make athletes that do longevity like that anymore. The game's not even set up that way, but 
Um, it took me a while. Tom was a hard sell for me. It took me a while to really admit that he was good. Like it took me to last year to admit that he was good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a Ravens fan, so I got tired of seeing him lingering around. Too. That's yeah. so unfortunate. Wow. Isn't it? You judge me. Well, my thing will beat him in the Super Bowl, so I'm happy. Goodbye, Tom. Eagles fan, so I don't care. I'm going to support <laughs> fellow PA team only in this brief moment because we got beef too. But yeah, yeah for Diddy. Like, yeah. yeah so like, goodbye. Yeah. Time for him to go. Yeah. Mm. Now Tampa will be back to being mediocre. Below <laughs> <average>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all didn't think they that was, was funny? for so long too. No, they was for so long. You know, I didn't think that was. Okay. I lived there for four years, so they waited till I left. I lived there for five. I lived there for five. They was mad mediocre. I can't even remember the quarterback they had when I when I was living down there. Me either. No, that's what Chris Sims. Chris Sims was down there for a couple of seasons. I seen Chris Sims. Like he was down there for a couple of seasons. You know, uh, uh, legendary Chris Sims. All right. (laughs) You tried it. I did. I did. Uh So, what did y'all think about the games this weekend? Um. I mean, this this year's playoffs has been the best playoffs I've seen in a very long time. Like, period. Like, um, all the games are are tight, coming down to the wire. You know, it's crazy. Um, I'm so disappointed in Kansas City. I'll say that um, because the way they lost, going up 21 to three, and only scored three points from <laughs> the in, you know what in the second half. And so, yeah, that was horrible. But um, hey man, Joe Burrow is the truth. He's showing that he, he belongs. So big ups to him. Um, Cincinnati looking real good. They got a shot. I, I think they got a shot to beat the Rams. I think the Rams are going to win, but I think they got a shot. And uh, 49ers, man, they they play big boy. Um, I mean, who expected the 49ers to even get this far? So, you know, big ups to them that they even made it this far. And that boy Debo Sam, uh, Samuels is, is a beast. Man. That's, hey, man, that's, that's next level. Like, when it comes to – I guess this whole division where they say athlete, like he's the epiphany of that. Like, yeah, boy can play anywhere on the field. Like, it's not even a question. It, it's crazy. Hadn't really seen that type of skill set in a long time and in a player. He got Madden speed. That dude's so fast, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. And he'll truck you. So it's you know, do y'all remember <laughs> me saying last week that this was gonna be a Super Bowl that nobody cared about? Kind of like the uh <laughs> did I say it? I said it last week. You did. I said this is a no win. This is a this isn't this isn't a win for the fans. Like we're getting yeah. a a LA Rams Cincinnati yeah. Bengals Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, the uh, halftime show is going to be the highlight of the game. Whoever wins it, nobody's going to care except for the cities of those teams. I'm and I kind of want Cincinnati to get it because they don't have anything going on. <laughs> they don't. That, well, have you ever been to Cincinnati? That's a great reason to get it. All right. They don't have nothing going on. Like they need something. <laughs> Seriously. So yeah, but what is Cincinnati known for? The Bengals. I don't know. And the Reds. <laughs> okay. Not well, being Cleveland. Not being Columbus, Ohio. Like seriously, Cincinnati has nothing going on. Yes. I cannot. They don't have anything going on. They don't. That's sad. Aww. I was really trying to find something too. I was thinking, like, what do they have? And I don't—it's giving me nothing. Nothing. Poor guy. At all. That's a shame. Y'all having a Super Bowl party? Who having a Super Bowl party? No wings cost too much. 
<laughs> no, I'm not. Um, you know, because like you said, it's one that nobody cares about. Why would I have a party for that? Who cares? I just want to see Mary J perform. Like I'm going for the halftime show. You want to see who? I can't even look. I can't even look at her like Mary, Mary, Mary J. Jay. No more because of power. Oh, okay. You crazy? Mary J. Gonna always be Mary J. We don't care what she play on TV. You crazy? Yo, I love Mary J. Her acting range is so. You ever see her Umbrella Academy? She's the same person she is on Power. That's she's fine. Same, I she love really it. Really was. I seen Umbrella Academy. I love she it. She, her amazing. acting. She's that same. I'm not having it. Hood girl voice. Like that's it. That's all it was. What she get casted for? She do right. <laughs> she's an assassin in Umbrella Academy. I'll take it though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do Mary like that. No, nah, I love her. Mary. Don't get don't get it twisted. Like you know what I'm saying? She's yeah. Yeah. Well, do you love Whoopi? You know, I Jumpin' Jack Flash is one of the first movies that I ever like sat down and like really watched and tried to understand. So yeah, no, I like Whoopi Goldberg a lot. I really so do. What do you think about her comments today about the uh, or yesterday whenever it was about the Holocaust? Well, you got to know that whenever you say anything about hold Jews, up, go ahead, go ahead, Dana, go ahead. Because I missed this. Hold up, hold up. So she said something along the lines of the Holocaust didn't have anything to do with race. It had everything to do with um, humanity, with a man, man being inhumane to another man or some shit like that. She said it had nothing to do yeah. with race? Like, like it had nothing to do with racism or race. Right. Like, but I, I'm, I'm shocked. Like, wait, what, girl? Because being Jewish is both a religion and a race. And how did it, they it essentially persecuted Jews? So she came back and apologized to that because I think she got a lot of backlash. So, I, yeah, I think, I think we need to learn race, ethnicity, you know what I mean? Religion, all of those things. Because what she said, what she said wasn't wrong, but I don't, they kept stepping on her so hard that she couldn't really explain it either. Yeah. So I think that was the tough part. But like, yeah, you have two white men, you know, Jews are white. So um, typically the, we're talking white Jews. We're over Talking about the Not Holocaust. The Holocaust. Right. Holocaust. I, got, I got you. Right, exactly. White, Jew, white Jews, right? Right. And, and right. so it, it wasn't really about, it's not about race. It, it's not. So, because it's it's white on white, so yeah. Good night. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Watch your foot. There you go. And see, I don't know so, what the context was prior to her saying right, that. Like, me right, me either. That's what I'm saying. That. I don't know, and what the comparison was. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, maybe it was about black and white racism, and that white supremacy in that aspect compared to the Holocaust. And being compared to some, I don't know. Well, either way, it still makes it the same because Hitler saw Jews. He literally called them rats. Like he referred to them as 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 animal, like the lowest of the low of animals. He referred to them as, and he he saw the Aryan race as the dominant race. Like that was his whole ideology from Mein Kampf and his whole mindset about the Aryan race versus everybody else. So it's like, yeah, there we go. Yeah, they're right, not right. Aryans, but they're still white. So you, that's why I said you got to understand the difference. You know what I'm saying? That's just she like saying, that too. She said you know, about okay. That's what I was saying, right? Because I was going to say, but Jewish people, Jewish, 
from what I learned in school, and I work, I actually work for an Israeli company, go figure, but they are both a religion and a race, even though it is white within that race, like you said, no. because I work for white Israelis. So race is based off of your color. Right. Not right. your religion, not your culture. It's based off of your color. Period. That's it. That's what your race is. So that's what she was color. trying to say. Right. Okay. So that's the back. But most people don't know that. But most people don't know the difference. Hell, Adrian, you just taught me that this year. Like yeah. literally. <laughs> because that's why it's it's like saying someone black in America and someone black in the UK are different, you know, different races. No, we're the same race. Culturally, we're different, but we're still the same race. That's why you have Pan-Africanism, because it's all black people, but just different cultures. And we all subscribe to one race, different cultures, but one race. That's but if we want to be honest, black. though, it, it, black people... <sighs> And I want to say this carefully because I don't want to jump out the window. But to be honest with you, like I feel like black people have a have a. Uh, I think the problem some some people have with what, what, what Whoopi said was the fact that sometimes black people we have a, a a hard time identifying somebody else's turmoil that they went through because of everything we've been through and continue to go through. It's kind of hard for us to feel bad for Jews at this point because they run Hollywood, they run the banking industry, they they are definitely part of that upper one percent. If you look in Brooklyn right now, half of it is is owned by Jews. So it's kind of hard to be like, oh man, yeah, that's horrible what happened to them. I think they 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 kind of came out on the other side of that right. all right. So it's kind of the struggle to see that and, and move past the the present to see how horrible their past was. You know, because I've even had conversations with black people about the Holocaust and they're like, yeah, but what about what we went through? We're not dismissing our own struggle by acknowledging somebody else's. That's why nowadays right. we say black and brown people. You know what I'm saying? Um, so. I think uh, I think if we just took a step back and just allow her to have her words, but on that show, you're not gonna have your words, right? right. That's it. I need to and, see and, it for more context. And just and I need to do some Daniel, more research. Daniel, yeah. race. Look it up, brother. Like, I need people to do it. Look it up. I don't care what you think, what you say. Look up the definition of what race yeah. is. It's all yeah. about your color. It's not about anything else. Culturally, that's what I'm saying. Your ethnicity, your culture. That's what that's about. It's totally different. We're still one. Now, what you identify as your culture is what's different. And that's what makes, I guess, African-Americans versus West Indians, you know, have this situation going on. It's not your race because you're the same race. It's your ethnicity. It's your background. It's your culture that makes you, quote unquote, different. Well, well, let me say this about his comment. Uh, something being monolithic is not based on appearance. It's based on right. what you perceive that thing to be it's like same across the board like me and me, me and adrian both black men okay well we gotta both like chicken we gotta both whatever right. you want to start, that's that's what monolithic that's what that that application means even though i'm pretty sure we both like chicken that was a horrible example but yeah. <laughs> most people like chicken that's true right i would say that ain't even a black thing that's just people in right. general that's just people a piece of thing. expensive hello <laughs> yo you gonna keep saying that piece. when what happened look to you? It up, look at the price of chicken last year till now Ridiculous. Sorry. Damn Joe Weird. Biden, man. Should have voted for Trump. Never mind. Forget it. Uh, yeah. Um uh, <laughs> you see me like Trump would have had them chicken prices down. Hmm. Gas prices like, down. Every, man, everything. Man, you know what? Listen, I don't even want to talk it. about this. I don't even want to talk about y'all president. I don't, he would never y'all well, never hear yeah. me say this. Name. I don't be bragging to us in this. 
But Wayne, you you mentioned you that. You voted for him. We're not, going there. we're not going there. We're not going there. Mm -mm. Look, look. He wants Adrian tried to get his lick back just no. now. <laughs> don't go. Don't do it. All right. I ain't seen this. You, you, no. you, you voted for the. You voted for the other Petty. guy. <laughs> Are you being a voting booth with me? He's petty. Oh. I'm asking you. You voted, oh, I'm, I'm you voted for your. Why oh yeah. Not? I, no, That's a I'm private matter. She don't have to tell you. You voted for your president, right? You voted for him. You a black woman. I, I voted in a presidential for. election, yes. But who I voted for is not your business, right? Because if it was everybody's you business, voted for. it wouldn't be a booth, right? If it was everybody's business, it wouldn't be a booth for us to vote in. Nine percent of you guys voted for him, so don't say you, you guys because you don't know. But do you know which way I voted? No, because I'm I didn't you. tell you, and I'm not telling you. Right, I'm telling you. I'm not answering because it's not. Is it your business? I'm saying it's not your business because when you vote, you go into a box that is private for who you vote for, right? Like Who you vote for? Private box is cool. He don't vote. That's okay, why I said well, don't, it, don't, it don't even, even go. Make, hello? Don't even go in there with him. Okay, I literally just said it. he tried to get his lick back just I didn't, now. I didn't vote for you. I didn't vote for your him. president. Okay. Okay. But Didi, you don't know who I voted for either. So now this, I was trying to you know respond to You know what they say about assumptions. When you assume, you make an ass out of you. And I never answered your question, and I'm not. I just know 99.9% of y'all voted for y'all president. So Jada, let him have it. I like you. the other 0.1% that didn't. Jada, let him have it. He's not going to stop talking. Oh, no, I'm not answering. Honey, oh, fun background about me. Honey, I went to law school. I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. So we can go all night. Hey, Beyonce reference. Okay. I wanted to address your comment about Black people, uh, well, people thinking that black people can't be sympathetic or empathetic about other people's plights. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to say the reason may be because everybody else has been compensated for their plights. Well, yes. black people have not been have and not. we're still being dragged through the mud for hours. So that may be a reason why we can't be all no, that's sympathetic. True. To that is true. They went that's through. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, y'all president just broke off. No, I ain't, ain't going to do it to yeah. you. But that is true. Everyone else has been compensated Asian, for it. Hold up. For us, Who, it's just uh, to get Asian, people to even Middle acknowledge Asian, it. Yep. 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 And they're still making us prove that it happened. Like, we're literally, everyone else, it was like, oh, it happened. They acknowledged it. That's it. Us, it's like, well, I don't really know. You well, the, problem, the biggest problem is because we can't come together and agree on anything as a group of people we are so divided all the time that we can't even come to an agreement on what the reparation should be so how do we ask for something we don't have anybody that's at the head that's in charge to go and present this package to say this is what we want you remember how remember how you you, you hit me with the ptsd post-traumatic slavery disorder last week and i, I like that because it, it made me think about a lot of things that's why uh I like this PTSD one of our other, acronym. One of our, it's one of our, a book. Oh, is it? It's actually yeah. a book. But um, the reason that 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 made me um kind of run the wheels on another topic that we have is the fact that we can't become unified hardly ever because they where are we gonna us. get? Where are we getting that direction from? But they won't even let us. We tried that a few times. Well, yeah, yeah well, black leaders set yeah. that shit on fire because. Yeah that we are the biggest threat to any society because we are so strong but we can't every time we try they burn it down literally and metaphorically mm -hmm. yeah. and, and now within we burn each other down so because we just 
can't get right. We just can't get right. But I think we'll be like you said, if she could have, if she was able to voice what she was really trying to get out without them just like, like they kind of attacked her, like she couldn't get it out. It was just like, man, forget it. Then she had to come back the next day and try to fix it. Where it was like, that's not even what she was really trying to say. Right. But and on so, her platform, she got to go all the way in with apologies because that's just right. So for y'all that's seen it though. Um, because I haven't seen it and I'm, I'm gonna go back and look at it when we finish. But so basically, it's not what she said, it's basically how she said it, but she didn't get a chance to say it because everyone jumped on her because the minute they heard Holocaust, all ears shut off. They started listening to respond and not to understand yeah. what she was saying. Mm -hmm. Once she said it wasn't about race, they lost it. Yeah. They and it's weird, it. it's weird, it's weird, it's weird because that panel's pretty much all white, and for them to lose their entire mind over <laughs> something being it's like what it was. It was too about man, y'all white. If y'all get out of here with all that, oh, <laughs> right before Black History Month, really, really. <laughs> oh no, man. No, yeah, I, I don't. I can I personally, I don't see how Whoopi even does it with that show. Like that's, I, I couldn't. Like just watching clips from the show, it but me... then Megan McCain got on there, and I just couldn't. Yeah. Take... She used to. That's kind of when I stopped watching too. Megan McCain. Oh, she is. Well, now she goes. I just can't watch it. I can't watch it. So, but uh, so we're gonna go to another topic that has really caused a huge uproar on the internet, interwebs, that's what they call it, this week. Another trending topic. <sighs> Nick Cannon has announced the birth of the, the gender of his eighth child is on the way. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know how I feel about talking about Abraham because he's doing a lot. <laughs> he's doing a lot. Well, I, 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 the, he got to do it. He got the means to do it. And by all means, if you got the means to do it, that's your business. I'm more concerned from the health standpoint of it because um, that's a lot of women. It's eight with eight different people. It's a, But that's, you know, that's his health. If he want to, you know, I'm guessing well, they get tested. I don't know what they're doing, but. I, well, I had a lot that I wanted to address before he made this video yesterday with Angela Yee. I'm still going to address some of it. But before I saw the video he did with Angela Yee, I was disturbed by the amount of men who found this to be okay because of his money. Um, coming from a child of a dad who has eight children by seven different women and who had a lot of money, I don't give a shit about your money. Kids don't care about that. Where are you? How, I don't care how many jets he got. He's only one person. It's impossible for you to be there for all of us. It's the family need. structure piece. You, you just, it's impossible. Most of the babies were born around the same time. So when the birthdays come, recitals, games, graduations, prom, how are you going to get there to all of these events? Shit, that would be hard with just one woman. Right. So like, the fact that people are using money as the barometer and the standard for the ability or the approval of this is mind-boggling to me because somebody got money. And then the fact that they're saying, oh, well, they're they kids as long as the mom. No, these kids got to come into society with the rest of us. And then we, we continue to ask these questions. What's wrong with this generation? That is what's wrong with this generation. When you decide to make that a standard, it's going to leak down. He has a platform that people listen to. 
And if they say that this is okay, people will start to emulate this. It's not okay to continue to make babies with several different women and think it's okay. This shit but people is already emulate that now, though. People yeah. already nah, emulate is, that. And, that's what I, and I actually said and that. Actually, I said, you know what it is, Didi? Oh, go ahead. I said if it was a if it was a dude in the hood with no money, oh. y'all drag the shit out of him. That's crazy. It's not okay. Now, fast forward to the interview he did with Angela Yee. And she was asking him the hard questions. He actually said that he was embarrassed to even talk about this new baby coming. He talked to his therapist. His therapist recommended that he go and be celibate. Because this baby, I guess, was conceived five, a little bit over five months ago. His last mm -hmm. baby just died in December. And he didn't even know how to make the announcement because of that sensitive subject. So he had been celibate after the girl found out she was pregnant. He said he realized that he was out of control. Mm -hmm. And that's what made him go celibate. So the fact that he realized he was out of control and these other men out here justifying that what he was doing was okay. He was living in his truth. No, he was out. of No human being is sleeping with people this recklessly and it's nothing wrong internally. It's not normal mm -hmm. behavior. Something is wrong and he needs to deal with it. And I'm glad he, he realized it. He got the help and he's trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, he had mentioned something a few months ago. We talked about this on my podcast, too. He had mentioned something to the effect about his illness impacting him and wanting to leave a legacy. But I agree with you to the eight people. But going back to the point of money, I think what it is about money, because I mentioned money, too. I think what it is is that these aren't children that are going to be in the system, per se. But from the moral standpoint, 200% on board with you. You cannot reasonably raise eight kids that far spaced out. It's hard to do it under one roof. I grew up, my mom and dad, it was three of us and it was hard. You know what I'm saying? I got, my mom and dad it was three of us, two brothers and me. And it was hard. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I can't imagine eight, what it would be like. And, and parents, the time is what matters. Like you said, because my dad didn't have a lot of money. Like he didn't. But what I can say is my dad had time. Always had time. Like my dad could make some shit shake. That's one thing he could do. And I was happy for that. But at the same time, what Nick can, I think is a more of a, okay, these kids won't end up in a system tra traumatized. But on the other side, we do got to think about the, yo, these people do really have to come and be in society with us. Like they have to be in society with us. And it's going to be things like daddy issues. Like seeing your dad on a FaceTime call is not a relationship. I mean, it's a method of communication. It's not the same as your dad hugging you and kissing you and telling you he loves you and going to the park with you, playing for me, playing Barbies makeup like that kind of thing like that's a lot and then he did just lose a child and i definitely understand his embarrassment because i got secondhand embarrassment not gonna hold you but i was like oh hey okay yeah go ahead hey. yo i, I don't <laughs> 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 yeah i'm, I'm kind of with with you um Uh, oh, I like this. Yeah, that's what's up. I, mm -hmm. I'm tired yeah. of people saying that just because you have money that it justifies you having eight kids, nine kids, ten kids, all these different kids with all these different baby mamas. And like you said, I mean, this guy having like every few months we hear that he got a baby on the way. So it's just kind of like, yes, like, yo. How do you have time to really spend with your kids? You know what I'm saying? Yes, you could take care of them financially, but like to really teach them and raise them, how are you going to be able to do that, especially with different parents, right? So you're mm -hmm. going to have to be in different places at different times. 
and somebody's gonna lack, right? We're not talking about eight kids with one one wife. Like, no, we you know, well one woman because we ain't got no wife or um, one state. Or, or, right, they are all over the place. So how are you going to be there? It's just they're gonna know. Oh, my dad's Nick Cannon. You know what I'm saying? But as far as that love and 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 growing and growth, like with your children, like it's it's not gonna be there. You're just gonna be financially mm-hmm. there, and it doesn't look like he's gonna stop no time soon. So let's 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 be clear. Like even with that, like he's not gonna stop. He's gonna keep having kids. He's probably gonna I have about four or five. Unless he like, men are so opposed to vasectomy. Who? I don't. I don't. Some, I don't not all understand. men. I'm not saying. I'm not saying a blanket all men. But a lot of men are like so opposed to vasectomies. Like, yo, get a vasectomy. And then what Tiffany said about Tiff, she said about him, what makes him different from future. And it doesn't. The only thing is Nick Cannon is friendlier, or appears to be friendlier because you know, future was in relationships with the damn people. He, right. Right. Why we don't right, even? Don't, be, it'd be like Nick, Nick Cannon got another woman pregnant. You like he in a relationship? Like, well, but he clearly, even said on his talk show. He said. Another mother. I have another mother of a child. He didn't even call her girlfriend another mother of a child. Like right, right. And so it's like, bro, you just be skating and jump offs, like, and or chicks you just having weekend rounds with, like, you. I guess what I mean. Hey, that's why the health matters. Like, who's getting tested? Like, we got to think about outside of the kids. This is like a a health thing. Like, yo, you hitting her off. She hit. Everybody that she slept with, you slept with. Everybody he slept with, you she slept with. Like, yo, there's a lot going on here. And then there's babies involved. So if you contract something, you could potentially pass it to this unborn child too. Like, there's a lot happening right here that I'm sure they're not going to tell us about. It's their personal health information, right? But somebody asked him, was somebody asked Angelique Yee asked him, are the do the mothers get along? And like, and how does that work? And he was like. It's not their responsibility to get along because I've had I've had babies with them. As long as they let me get my babies and they can be together, I'm like, oh. Yeah, he said, long as they get along with him, then everything's cool. They don't have to get along. Long as he, you know, the the mothers get along with him, just him. Just and, and they're all siblings. This bitch said death row records. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> all all, all <laughs> the baby showers. All the pictures. Uh, <laughs> all the respect. I would imagine the women would need to get along to some extent because your kids are siblings. Yeah. Right. When do they when are they gonna be able to hang together? Oh yeah, oh, wait, so in the same city though. That's a good thing because where do they live? We have some where are geographic. So they don't all live in the same city. Yeah. But here's the part, here's the part yeah. that most people overlook when they're discussing this. The same traumas that fatherless children endure in the hood the, the traumas not the circumstances the traumas involved are mm-hmm. the same traumas somebody with money has to endure only they have access to things to self-heal hmm. so those kids are probably going to be worse off because if you have a single if you have a fatherless child in the hood they heard that story before they done mm-hmm. seen it happen they learn how to cope nobody should learn how to cope with trauma but we do because we're a resilient people mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so but when you got people with money who go through trauma they they turn the drugs everything else under the sun that they have access to to heal that and they, they wind up worse sometimes Ooh. wind up dead early yeah at at worst at worst case scenario the, the fatherless child in the hood uh end up jailed 
or become a single mom themselves. Mm -hmm. The common case scenario, they just learn to deal and become better in that department because of what they endured. So it's like people mm -hmm. really need to like open their, their minds up about like, and I hear you about the money because I, cause I mean, that's my initial thought as well. But being in the mental health field, I really realized that money don't heal trauma at all. Right. That's what I was I was thinking. It enhances like, it. What it we're enhances all saying, it. Money don't matter for real. And money don't matter. It's the same trauma regardless. The only thing right now where money's gonna make a difference is like you said, he could probably get drugs and stuff faster or self um medicating faster uh -huh. and easier than someone who might have less finances and maybe he can pay for daycare a little easier. But uh -huh. other than that, um it's looking bad. It's looking, it. I mean, eight kids is just a lot, yeah. even if it was with one woman. Like, that's a lot in this day and age. This is not the like 19, like what, 40s, 50s, 60s, even. This is not our grandparents' time no. to have eight kids like that. Like, that's wild. And the fact that he's passing down that disease that he has really bothers me. You know, you have an autoimmune disease, and you I know the possibility that. that you can pass it down to your kids. That really bothers me. Like, stop. I mean, but I'm with you, Didi. I'm with you guys. Like, there's no difference between him and future except that he's nice. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He's right. a nice, he's a nice, he has a nicer way of putting it. Future disses women and Nick Cannon doesn't, but he's still moving ultimately the same. He right. was actually on his talk show. Go he had a he had a whiteboard up and he had the audience helping him pick out baby names. I said, I'm done. <laughs> <Can't>. <laughs> Just can't. So this I don't I don't because I'm trying to figure it out. Like I feel like it's something because think about it. It's not like he's been having kids forever. Like it was it well, you know, once he got married to Mariah, he started having kids. Once they split Mariah hurt what, that man. Yeah, yeah, he but just that, that's how you get it. Most like, people like, that's yes. how they do that is how they heal, especially yes. men, they go out and just sleep with a whole bunch of women. Oh, I was that's exactly how you do it. But okay, that makes sense. With no strap, yeah. Reckless, that's reckless right. behavior. Most men with no strap. When you reckless, you ain't got time to be. Hold on, yeah. let's be safe. When you reckless, you reckless, my guy. Like I, yeah. Seriously, well, how, how I, long I do you need to just just think about? Think about how long the guys do you need to be hood. reckless. We talking about he's been reckless for like the last ten years. But think you know, about I'm thinking that too. Like it's been like a decade. Like, it's time for the just couch. Keep making babies. They just keep having babies over and over and over in the hood. They hurt and they don't know how to heal that. Nick, his therapist just told him to be celibate. Bitch, what you been telling him to do? Right. And I'm I wondering how this is like, like I'm thinking like, you get, you have a kid, you get depressed, then you have another one, you're depressed again, because now you're depressed because you said it, like how he said he was embarrassed. Like, that's a feeling and emotion too that's tied into something. And then yeah. if he's wilding like that, and his place of, of happiness is through the sex, he's probably having sex with somebody now. Right. Because they, because because uh, Angela Lee asked him, she said, are you still celibate? He said, no. I'm like, Jesus. It's Give it a couple month. months. Nick it's Cannon welcomes month. his 12. <laughs> but if you think about it, he, he he never takes a break. Think about how much he works. He was a host on a show. He's a host on another show. He hosts in this show. You know, he runs a company. He He's just, uh, he's all over the place. Yeah. He never has a chance to stop and truly reflect. Another nail in the coffin of why it is going to harm these kids. Pretty soon yeah. we're going to commercial. Have you or loved one been harmed by Nick Cannon? Call us now at 800 <laughs> Like, are you or loved one a descendant of Nick Cannon? 
you may be entitled. Because everybody was trying to come Not up the with the mesothelioma voice. They was trying to <laughs> come up with a reasoning. Oh, he got yeah. planned. He know. No, he said it yesterday. No, I'm just out of control. I'm like, reckless sexual behavior has no reasoning. No. If you're trying to be like king-like, you would have them all in one house and it'd be contained. Then everybody would be in agreement and they would be in that area and that's just y'all thing. Not Didi saying a Nick Cannon compound. <laughs> like, listen, y'all can what it would be like. The polyamorous, the polyamorous palace? The polyamorous palace. That's what it would be. But no. I'm like, no, nah, this, this don't... The, the way my textbook read, I have a master's degree in psychology. This is reckless, promiscuous behavior from somebody that's hurt, broken, and misled and misguided, and he needs some help right now. Just saying. It was textbook. He finally said it. But I'm glad he's getting help. At least I hope. If he, listen, if Where's another, the, where are his influences at, though? If another baby pop up, we gonna go hunt down this goddamn therapist and get her license revoked. <laughs> who is she is failing. Who, who is he talking to? You know, Future, Diddy, you know, all these cats. You know, see, Shorty Low knew what to do. <laughs> I ain't even mad if that's what y'all agree on and y'all got that thing together. Live y'all best life. But what Nick Cannon is doing is out of control. We reporting this therapist to the board, so no, she got to okay. go. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, do some paperwork. Cause that mental health thing is serious, y'all. It's serious. No, for real, it it's is. Serious. And he yeah. plays his life out so publicly that you don't never really have a chance to process when you play your life out publicly. Because like, there's so many different steps to your thought process that you can't get all out <clears throat> by sitting at a desk and having people clap for you and all this other stuff. Like that's um, not proper processing. Like, um, right? It just isn't. Cause I don't even think he really ever processed that whole. Remember when he had to apologize? Cause he made yeah, 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 yeah. When he said the yeah, yeah, I do. What do you do? That. He he made a comment about Jewish people. Mm -hmm. They said it was anti-Semitic. He lost a lot of yeah. contracts and endorsements, yeah. and then he got fired from what was it? Dance with the store. He got fired from Wild Out, and then they finally gave it Wild back. Sorry, I said Dance with the store. Yeah. He no, he got fired. No, he got fired from uh. No, yeah. No, they they was it so mass singer. He got fired from uh, America's Got Talent. America's that's got talent. it. America's. Got, I was gonna say I knew it was another he show. Got out and for Wild Wild too, but he was like, that's right. why he had to go back and fight for that to get back on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they he made a public apology and everything. Yeah. yeah, he had to go like talk to some Jewish Jews. people to get educated. <laughs> when has a white man ever sat down and got educated on black? Anyway, yeah. That's why he started wearing the turban. <laughs> no, he's already wearing that turban. Oh, wearing that. Oh, all right. Mm -hmm. Like I just I thought it was you know, I thought it was a gesture. Like, I don't know. Oh, he's doing that. I think as soon as he had found out about his, um, about his disease, he automatically started wearing it. I think it was something related to that why he started wearing it. Didn't he have hair loss or something? I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't see nobody losing their hair these days except for me. So everybody got to. <laughs> All these men out here getting these hair weaves, these fake things put on boy by. You say I was all the woman was too stunned to speak because these men out here getting the same lace fronts we getting. I mean, I ain't mad at it. I do it too. Go ahead, boo, do you. I'm not make, sure, make sure it's quality. Don't come here with that synthetic and it look cheap and raggedy. Just keep it together is all I ask. Don't come with no whole head full of locks and you just had a fade last week. <laughs> no, no, not a whole head full of locks. <laughs> 
Don't See, do it. Look, looking like Makai Pfeiffer from Eight Mile when he had. I was thinking more like the, the little Caesar ones. You know the little Caesar little toupee piece. Them is cute. Like put that on. Put your little your little hat on. Your little Caesar hat. Like it's cute. <laughs> the locks that. I'm yo, not gonna, Erica. I'm far. not gonna get a lace front. My, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The baldy, I get, I get the, the, the baldy's appreciated. You know what I'm saying? The baldy like is appreciated. Baldies, they cool. They cool. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> I'm going to show it all line up. If we ain't going to show with hair. I'm not. I swear I'm not. I swear I'm not. <laughs> I'm logging off. I'm too thorough for that. I can't even do it. Because there's, no, there's nothing I'd be able to say. Get out of here. Look, look, look. look. <laughs> I, first of all, I would have to, like, unfriend Adrian on everything. Like, yo. No, nah, but but do you see guys? Because I'd be like, yo, you know, I'm like, hold up now. You had like a baby fro like three months ago. And now you you got full out braids. And not only that, you got a bun like I do. So I have to go back and look at some guys pictures. And I'm like, oh, OK, yeah, he. He got some extensions put in his hair. Like I don't know it's why the, guys put no. It's the research. Hair. I had to but, go back a few months. Yo, y'all, but do they do they Beijing it though? Like how do it get dark? Like, I only yeah, feel like one. Like, are they Beijing it? Like the because you know like women. Like, y'all see, I got bundles. I dyed my bundles right. I dyed them. These were like platinum blonde bundles, and I dyed them this color that they are right. So I'm like, are the men like Beijing and Dan? Like uh, they have girl? like um. Mm -hmm. they, my boyfriend's cousin does it. They they have like hair fibers that they put. That make it look black. If they oh, actually yeah. Look like so some, they, yeah, they got like it sticks to your follicles and your hair yeah, like to follicles. make it look fuller and thicker. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's like yeah. a little micro link situation where it's looking a little natural. I mean, I'm yeah. Close to yeah, like it's a little. I'm like, okay, they, they, they it's quality. It's crazy, <laughs> like, man. Like you know, when weeds when weeds first started coming out, there's a little rough. We had to like oh. master the game and get to some quality. Hey, like, man, say, look, y'all can't be the only one out here. Hair fishing, they out here hair fishing too. So oh now I be seeing some dudes like I be watching the little barber videos where like you get a guy he got the scraggly beard and like the with the his hair missing and all that. Next thing you know that then they got this little pen marker for the top so it's mad sharp and then they spray the spray to make your hair bush up and it is it's crazy. Like mm -hmm. I'm cool, I'm cool. If I can't get it on my own, I don't want it. It's a no. Some of these men need it though, because them beards that don't connect is like really a hurt piece. I ain't gonna hold you. Let that shit go. <laughs> it's a it's a what? Like, what is it called? Bro. It's a hurt it's piece. piece. What you call it? It's, it's a, a hurt piece. piece. A hurt, it's a hurt piece. piece. Like yo, you not see a man piece. with a nice lush full beard? He turned to the side and it's not connected. You like no? And He's I ain't judging. Fill it in, yo. That's what filler is, man. Fill that in. The way women. That's like a that's like not having no ends. Okay. Bro. That's like not. Oh, dang! That's how y'all look at it. Ooh, that's bad. I see it's at the hair store, y'all. That's bad. Like, okay, I edges now. I see y'all. So I if your beard bro. don't connect, it's like not having no edges. Ugh. Right, brothers. Right, y'all hear that? Let it go. Need some more. Okay, she said they need to eat more if it don't connect. Need to Hello? eat more. Wait, oh, Erica, oh, get out of oh. here! Oh, get out of here, Erica! Girl, get out of here, Erica! Yeah. Erica. You, you in timeout right I mean, now. You in the corner. You in the corner. So you telling me that's how... our next topic because it's y'all being funny and this is a serious. That's how <laughs> is that how mine connected? That's how mine grew from. You know, Adrian. I'm not Never mind. You do look like a pleaser. <laughs> you don't look selfish, brother. So you, you might. <laughs> is it? A, it's all your beard. No lace. 
No, he is. That's, that's he. That's he, can, he can't lead a night. He can't lead a night. And it connects. <laughs> and he's right here. here. The beard is prosperous. The beard is prosperous. We're there yet. Prosperous. That's the word I should have used. Yes, it's a prosperous beard. There we them go. ones that ain't connected, man, they hurt. It's like y'all need some blue bergamot on. It. Remember how when your edges used to be coming out, and you you never put a little blue bergamot on. It? Yeah, put a little bergamot on that disconnect, <laughs> and then this one goes. That and a little satin, little beer bonnet. What? Oh my god! Beard will fill out. I'm I don't do you, none of that. You're you like I might go get one of them. I never we done any of that. On. So I, I mean, I, I have a system. You said bergamot? Of course, I I wash it. And I got um balm and I got oil, but like I don't put no what you said a beard bonnet and nah I ain't doing none of that. Bergamot is serious old school hair grease. It's trying oh, to I don't know nothing about that either. Mm -hmm. I'm good. It's old school. But you was using blue magic. If you want to put some bergamot. Gotcha. Now I use magic. I use something else. I can't even remember now because I feel like I done had hair for so long. I forgot what to use. <laughs> nah, I'd be like I know, that. Wait, sometimes sorry. you know the name, but you know the bottle when you see it. You know when you're in the store, like, no, it's this. Then you like yeah, it was some kind of wave stuff. I can't remember. Um, yeah, don't give me the lie. Not Dax. No, I don't even know. That stuff smelled horrible. <laughs> Y'all, my dad used to use Dax. He used to use Dax no. with different. I don't even know what that is. Water. Yo, my dad used no. to use Dax in the room. My mom, my mom, my mom used to hot comb her hair every Sunday. And like when she hot combed, she would box braid it. And in between that Dax, you can't mistake it. It smelled like salami or it smelled like some sort of party. Your like mom party. used to use Dax? Yeah. To, yeah. Plus this, yeah. She braided it. She waved you up. It was brown. No, she did it to moisturize her scalp because she would hot comb her hair every Sunday. And in, in between the spaces, like when you box braid, yeah. To keep your scalp healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Metal top. Metal top, brown colored. Yeah, we know what you're talking about. We know what it is. Word. Yeah. I mean, it do slick down too. It was the original edge control. I mean, kept my, my dad's hair laid down. <laughs> 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 my dad used to use Dax. Oh, it smells so bad. I used to Look. hate it. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Man, it's... Don't even look it up. It ain't even worth it. It's... It's old school too. Okay. Hey, uh, I think your money train. Yeah, your answer is right below you. Um, Erica said you need to eat more if it doesn't connect or grow. I'm sorry. I love y'all. No way. Hey, eat more, and that'll make it connect and grow. That's what they say. The flavor taster. <laughs> that flavor taster. So I learned that from the old school, right? That flavor taster. I'm like flavor taster. Yeah, because. You know, after you yeah. you know, you want to taste the, the flavor again, you know, you get it right there. <laughs> <Flavor taste. laughs> hey, stop playing. Eat more what? You, you know what? Know. Stop playing. <laughs> stop playing. You know. Does anybody want to answer that? No, no, I'm recognizing that this show was the setup. Um, Wayne, you said y'all worked like crazy, but yeah, y'all really, y'all really crazy. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go to the next topic. <laughs> why? We haven't found out what we need to eat more of, Didi. Never mind. Go ahead. Forget it. Um, okay. What you need to eat more of. This is what you do. Lick the inside of your jaw like this. And the equivalent to that, that's what you need to eat. There you go. She had the breath. She said, she said. <laughs> that right there. 
because it feels yep. exactly the same. That's how it, does, it definitely feels like that too. Yeah, it definitely do feel like that too. You know what yep. y'all talking about? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. He won't. Never mind. Good. I want to go to the next topic, but it's it's a serious topic, and y'all talking about eating. <laughs> All right. More. Okay. We ready? Because the. Shit, <laughs> and <laughs> crazy. I'm standing here like, oh wow, this is okay. You know what? Um, <laughs> no, not the. To... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because the the title of the show. I don't do that. <laughs> Boy, this title of the show about mental health and all of y'all mental health is shout out. <laughs> This is a great My this is a great I title for this episode. And he mean it too, because he didn't put <laughs> I don't. He said, I don't I heard it. I heard it. He said, oh, I don't God. do that. Okay. No, Erica, misbehave. Because it ain't gonna Shout be out to Erica me. for getting all this started. Shout out to Erica. That's a fact. This is inappropriate. I'm surprised you know, Clara ain't You know what? Forget it. You shush. Oh, I you, you I, Okay, so, let's go. Mental health is an issue, and you know, I always clown my nephew because he's like, "Oh, our generation got it so bad. We got so much pressure on us. Y'all don't understand." And I'm like, "Pressure? What are you? T- just turn off your phone. What pressure? That's why you got to log off. Like y'all let the smallest things get to y'all, and just like y'all, y'all don't. I don't understand." <laughs> So You're trying I'm, to be funny. <laughs> see, I can't even get to the damn topic. <laughs> so I just wanted to highlight real fast because it was too really uh, shocking, I want to say, deaths that uh, hit the airwaves today where Chelsea Chris, she was um, Miss USA 2019. She represented North Carolina. She actually jumped off of a bill, a New York high rise the other day, which is insane. She was like a huge um, news broadcaster. She was a very successful young lady. She was an attorney. Yeah, she was an attorney. She was just very successful. But just to see that somebody that looks like that, like people that look like they have it all together may not have it all together, y'all. Like, we got to start checking on people. Like, folks think that something that looks perfect is perfect and that's not mm-hmm. always the case um mm. also had which i think they just reported today he was 31 years old he played moses mosley moses mosley apparent suicide he he passed away as well so these young folks are struggling regardless of if my generation whoever generation however you old however old you are if you're older than 31 regardless of how you think they are um coping with things or adjusting to things, they do not know how to handle things the way we do. And it has to be some type of way to figure out how to help them because they don't know how to turn it off. They don't know how to log off. They don't know how to take the criticism. Social media is a breeding ground for people to drag you. If you're looking for validation, that ain't the place to go. People are sitting behind their keyboards looking dusty, busted and disgusted, waiting to drag you because they are losers and they are nothing. So if you're taking what they're saying seriously, you probably need to be on there. Right. Because that's what they're waiting to do. 
My nieces and nephews are in their teens and I worry about them because when you're a teenager, you're so fragile. Like when I was a teenager, like y'all, I was going through it. Like, I, you know, terminal teenager stuff, image issues, wanting to fit in, but then also wanting to find my own path, wanting to be bothered, not wanting to bother. It's just a, all over playing. And social media does not help. Like you said, it is not a safe space. And fortunately, I grew up in a time where social media didn't really come into fruition. So I was like a senior. By then, I kind of already knew who I was and was kind of really grown into a young woman. And I had some a real strong community behind me. Like it was my aunts, my uncles, my parents, like that kind of thing. But to your point too, Didi, about how people um, display mental health issues is so different. Like some people, you can visibly see it. Like I've had relatives, I could visibly see you're depressed, you're not yourself, you've been everywhere. But then I've had some who life of the party, seem like they're okay, well off, or appear to be by societal standards, well off. And seem okay. And then you find out later on, like, yo, you've really been messed up. And nobody thought to check on you because you appear to be okay. So we got to get rid of like how we think things are and get rid of that view of, I think what is people automatically think mental health issues is like super visible. Like it's right. just me walking yeah. around disheveled, unhappy. Um, it's the exact opposite. <clears throat> right. It, it can come in all forms. It can be a combo. I've seen both. I'm like, okay, I've seen up relatives. I've seen down I've been up, I've been down. Like some of my friends, my co-host checks on us a lot. Like he, he's one of those wellness check people. He's always like, yo, how you feeling? How you? One time he hit me up and I was really feeling bad about work. I'm like, yo, I'm over this job. I'm ready to quit. I need to get something lined up. Like, and it was one day I was feeling really bad. It was the perfect time to check up. But let other people see me. I'm always extroverted. I'm a leader in my company. Like I'm always just up and on and running. And then I turn off that laptop and I'm like, yo, I need a break. And it's nice to have people check on you. You never know where people are. And I just feel so bad for her family and for her to even get to that point where you feel like this is it. As somebody, and I never shared this, um, like I'm mad transparent, so I really don't even care about sharing it. As somebody who attempted suicide twice, right? Mm. You got to really reach a place where you feel like nobody cares about you. Like, because it is just like that. Like, I was life at a party, always in the forefront. But at the end of the day, I wasn't pleased with where my life was. Um, at the time, like, I was popping pills all crazy. So, like, even my mental state was was fragile. Like, as together as I tried to keep it, when I went at home, when I went home at night and I looked in that mirror before I went to bed, I was just like, I don't even like this. And when having, and I, I was crazy because I shared that with um, my 14-year-old daughter. And uh, I share things with her to let her know that there's never anything that she can't discuss. Like I talk to her in depth. None of our, none of our conversations are, are popcorn. I always make sure I'm finding out where she is. There's nothing more important than me protecting that young woman, especially in her mind, because that's, that's all cerebral. These kids, their entire struggle is cerebral. And <clears throat> to be honest with you, a lot of parents have become so hands off parents because they think that their kid is stuck in their phone, right? Uh -huh. You have to ask yourself, why does your child retreat to their phone? No parents very rarely, they, they, they oh, that's just what kids do nowadays. No, there's a reason that that retreat is there. You need to be nosy, kick, kick that door in <clears throat> metaphorically, of course, because you don't want to be kicking doors. Kick that door and be like, "Hey, let me talk to you for a second. Um, let's go, let's go, uh, let's go get some, let's go get some, some iced coffee, whatever. Just get in the car and come on, let's go. Hey, uh, I know this X Y Z. What's this all about? 
Nine times out of 10, they think you don't notice. Mm -hmm. Now they're more apt to speak to you. Mm -hmm. So it's like a lot of these parents need to really nut up and get out of their own world and stop caring so much about COVID and vaccines and, and what the government is doing before you have a un, a un and I hate to say it before you have an unwanted casualty on your hand. Well, let me ask y'all this, right? Cause I'm a millennial, older school, old school millennial in my thirties. I'm not at third. Like I'm like in my mid thirties range. And, um, I look at some of my friends, how they raise their kids. And I think about how, like I told y'all when I was like in high school, social media was starting to come into play. And I was on social media when you remember you used to have to have like on Facebook, you used to have to have like your college EDU or high school EDU address. Y'all remember that before it was like open to the public. Like when it first came out, it was only like, um, like intra school. Like you had to be in either a, a high school or a university of some sort. That was it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it opened up to the public and the floodgates open and everything happened. And I think social media has been both a blessing and a curse to us. But I look at some of my friends, how they raise their kids. They're on social media a lot too. So what do kids do? And what do they always say? Kids mimic what they see. They're watching their parents. They do stuff. I do applaud the parents who do fun things with their kids, like the TikToks and all the interactive stuff. Like they need that, right? But I was wondering if maybe part of the reason they're always on their phones is because the parents are always on their phones. Like, y'all know I live here in New York. I didn't see plenty of times moms with the buggy. They like this. The eight-year-old is like this. Everybody about to walk into the pole. They in my way because I'm late for work today. Move. Like, so I'm wondering if it's an impact of a combo of this is the times that we live in, but also the parents. The parents are always on their phone. And because they're on their phone, the first thing I see a lot of parents do on the train, anywhere, they go like this. They hand them a tablet. So they don't mean, have I to bother with them. The come out the room and Right. And y'all remember, right, right. I remember at one point, my, um, I don't, I don't want to throw my family under the bus, but look, one point my nephew, he was like four or five. You know, he's just starting to learn to read. That boy knew how to pull up. I'm like, how you don't know how to read? But this is, and I'm looking at my brother like, I mean, my brother's a good parent. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a bad parent. Just showing that there's a point that kids really don't, they just know how to do the functions to get to what they want. Like, no, like, real skill behind it. Like, to, I guess it does take skill to get to pull it up. But I'm just wondering if it's the influence of the parents, too. Because it's just like, here, get on your phone because I'm getting ready to get on mine anyway. So, right. no, I've seen that too. Different than how our parents raised us. Yeah. If you don't have it, they can't get it. Like, you can only, you only have access to what parents give you access to. Very right. same way with foods. They only mm -hmm. eat what you give them. Child, I used to remember my mom used to put the whole house on dad. I used to hate my mom used to try to go on a dad. Like, I, bet you, I, 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 I can home. guarantee you, Adrian kids don't know nothing about McDonald's. No, never had it, never will. My son don't ask for no McDonald's. Hello. My son don't even want. My son don't even really want a burger. My son don't really eat burgers, pizza, none of that stuff. To be honest right. with you. Based on a parent. And his mindset is probably his head is probably clear. He's probably not sluggish, functional. Oh no, not at all. Not at all. Oh, okay. A walking bundle of energy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but no, I'm saying, like, sometimes you eat that stuff, you feel it. Like when I eat fast food for lunch versus a salad, I could literally feel like I feel sluggish. And I'm sure kids feel sluggish. Like you eat in grease, like it weighs you down. I mean, yeah. I don't know the sense. Right. I'm not a scientist, obviously. But, but um, it's, it's funny though. Like so I wanna because I wanna go back to what Wayne said because like I was on the opposite spectrum. So I try to take my life too. But like the signs for me was so it was so visual for me. I lost weight. I just didn't look the same. I was kind of off in the corner doing my own thing like the signs were extremely visible that something was clearly wrong with me. 
Um, but you know, growing up, you know, I, I I just feel like my family just had too much going on to even pay attention to what I was going through in my life. And so, um, yeah, man, you, I mean, you definitely got to pay attention, you know, to, to your kids and, and what they got going on, what they're doing. And, um, I feel like, especially generation, I'm a, I'm a millennial too, but, um, I'm you know, late thirties. So, but I, I feel like it was kind of one of those things. If you don't say anything, they're not going to say anything. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. he must be okay. Cause he ain't saying nothing. Right. It, it'll work itself out. I'm going to pray it out of him. I'm going to pray on these situations that, you know, everything is is good. Instead of having that conversation, like what's going on? Why is this happening? What's, you know, what's the problem? It's like, yeah. So that, that, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's real weird. Have y'all seen, um, I think it's called social experiment on Netflix. And it I basically have. talks about this. Yo, mm-hmm. that, changed like my whole perspective when it, it comes good. to social media yeah, it is extremely good no. you know mm-hmm. um because it just shows you the the universal uh happenings of social media and, and how it just became this big machine that it is now um right and then of course you know how all these executives we heard them they won't let their kids get on social media you know what i'm saying the people that run these companies don't let their kids get on these things because how damaging it is and how it's basically chasing your likes, how it's chasing what you follow. We already know a lot of this stuff too, right? Where if you search something in your browser and then you go on um, Instagram or if you go on Facebook, those ads automatically right start up. popping up mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. you know Facebook. You're like, bro, I ain't come on Facebook to see these ads. You know, so yeah, it's it's really changing the dynamic. And that's why people get shadow banned with all these followers because the ads. How are you with, you know, someone like Kevin Hart or all these great people with these crazy amount, you know, The Rock, you know, millions and millions of followers like ad companies would just pay them. Right. So if everyone was able to see all of their people they're like, yo, I'm going to just go to the, I'll go to The Rock. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to make a deal with The Rock so that way he can post all these things on his social media, you know, so they don't need, you know, Instagram anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. But they shadow ban you so you can only see like a quarter of the people that you have so it doesn't have that same reach um <clears throat> yeah it, but yeah it just kind of talks about all this different stuff man and it's, it's good if you hadn't checked it out check it out it's, I gotta, it's, I gotta watch it. and there's yeah. one on hbo max too where they just show like where people it's two of them because that one on netflix is good there's one on hbo max but it's mostly showing how fraudulent it is like mm. that's the big and background of it and then it shows you the part that be like yo this is fake like people paying for jets and or to make it look like they're it's a lot behind it. It's expensive. Oh, yeah. And yeah. before y'all move on, though, yo, Wayne and AJ, I'm happy y'all still here. And I'm happy y'all gave y'all testimony. Because somebody probably needed to hear this today. Straight up. Yeah. There might be yeah. somebody right now going through all of what y'all saying and might not have been feeling it. And y'all opened up and said that. That takes a lot of vulnerability. I love to see a vulnerable black man. Yes. Black man. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Again, mm. happy that y'all are here. And that y'all recognize, like, yo, there's here, and that y'all could be somebody's voice. So, yeah. Now, I take that role really serious, just because, like, I've always, like, mentored younger people. Like, I've always been in that. Like, since I was 19 years old, I've been mentoring younger people. So, it's like, it was always important for me to, like, learn to be vulnerable, because you're not going to reach nobody being closed off. Tiffany, I love you. And I do check-ins with my friends. I'll check. I'll. I listen. 
I stay texting my friend. Yo, you you good? I, everybody. You do. You like, check mm-hmm. on me all the time. That's big sis right there. You check on me all the time. You I'm saying like I, I I I when I tell people I love my friends, I don't think like I think people take the word love and they make it monolithic, right? But like mm-hmm. when you love your friends, you want the best for them. You don't want no harm to come. You want to see them every day. You want to know that they're fine. You want to know that they're well. That's what love is. Mm-hmm. Like I love my friends. My friends know yep. I love them. So it's like, yep. and 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 not yep. for nothing. So when sometimes when you're like that, you might only get twenty five percent of that reciprocated. But sometimes that twenty five percent, that's what that's what keep you above ground instead of under it for real. Yeah, to be truthful. Mm-hmm. So, Me and my homegirls to each other. We love each other. And we hang up all the time. People are like, I got to each other. Y'all like, yeah, because yeah, love is not time. just love for a partner. It's love for your relatives, your friends. Your friends become your family or your family. Like, yeah, tell people you love them. Like you and never it's, know it's crazy because I was just talking about this. For some reason, this generation makes it like a thing to see who cannot like each other the most. I'm like, it's okay to actually like people and love them and show them that you care. <laughs> right? Even like even right. when they're in relationships, it's like, oh, you did this, you sweating me. I'm supposed to. Right. I like I'm you. <laughs> no, because no, I text back fast. My niece was all like, I was dating this new guy. And my niece was on me. She's like, no. She's like, like, on Jada, don't reply yet. And I'm all like, girl, I'm replying. Okay. Like, what do you mean? Why we gotta play that game? Hour? Child, I live a real life. By the time the hour go by, I didn't forget to reply to the man at all. Let me reply now while I remember. Like, let me go ahead and send off my text. Yeah. I don't understand it. I, I don't yeah. get that I shouldn't like you that much thing. Yeah, yeah. you should. Or, you like them that much, but you're trying to display that you're not. And then it's like, well, he or she is dating somebody else now. And now it's like, oh, they played. They not. No, no, no. You played. You actually played. It was you. Because you were waiting two hours to respond to text messages. And you shouldn't have been. Yeah, All right. I, I don't get it. I just don't. Yeah, me neither. Me, I, yeah. I don't, I don't but I also date older, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. Ah, it's look at that. Yeah. I do. <laughs> Wait, shut up. <laughs> look at this look at this dichotomy we got going on right now <laughs> older <laughs> younger <laughs> see look at hey look i would i was now I, you know y'all don't mature right i don't date no younger men because y'all y'all cool but y'all mature right a man this my age in his mid-30s and man years is about in his mid-20s so we just gonna go ahead and skip up to where's your dad like <laughs> <laughs> Bring me your dad, and I'm at know, age I can date the daddy or the son. Hello, Wayne. hello, Wayne. Good, it's the <laughs> options. The options. Wayne, now, where is your daddy at? He probably yeah, sitting in his love it. seat watching Maury or whatever you watch at night. I don't know what he be watching right now. He's <laughs> I'm going straight for the dad. Like he cool, and I'm mad cool stepmom. Like I'm not even like wow. I'm a mad cool stepmom. Mad cool stepmom. Like hey. I'm just chilling. Not gonna be in y'all way, interfere with y'all relationship. Oh my god! I, yeah, you know that. Listen, a lot of lot, listen. I'm a uh, never mind. I, a lot Wayne. of women out here make good stepmom material. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> when I can be your stepmom, just, but where's your dad? Like, just tell me where your dad is because. Look, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, look, 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 listen. The only time Adrian laughed with his whole torso. Is when the joke's on me. A- Adrian did his whole <laughs> upper body involved in the laugh. You still my man. Uh, that was funny. That was a good one. 
Well, we're going to do one more topic because we got so many, but we're going to do one more. And since we're talking about this sensitive stuff, I want to talk about this. I want this question to be answered by everybody on the panel. If you could give yourself any advice, what would what would what advice would you give your younger self? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Adrian, that's a real evil laugh. I was laughing at one of these oh, comments. You saw that. I seen that comment. They said I'm here for the cougars, and I was laughing like, "Oh no!" <laughs> but I feel you. I'm listening. Jesus. They're a special breed, let me tell you. You know what I'm saying? Social like that, No, like, <laughs> like women, women, uh, what you say? She said, so you, said you said Coons is a special breed? I said, so are sugar daddies. I don't know if it's the same. Now, bro, Mr. Earl is a whole different. What? What? She did it like it was a metaphor. I feel like there's a real nigga named Earl to live up a street somewhere. No, but I'm saying, I, mean, yeah, is I like totally sugar different. Babies. Then a Gladys, you know what I'm saying? Like a Gladys is like a cougar kind of situation. Um, I like sugar babies. Give me Javaris. You know. <laughs> With the apostrophe, though. It's not even, it's not even J-A. It's J apostrophe Varus. <laughs> the V is capital, though. The V got to be capital. Got to be. Jadon Tavy. Boy, if you don't get a mad consonant at the beginning of a name, you better get out of here. Um, What I... I, my advice to my younger self would be, it's three-tiered. Um, take credit seriously, because nobody taught me. So I would, I would need to learn that immediately. Learn it from somebody who knows it. Stop chasing validation. Oh. Yeah, stop chasing validation. And love yourself more. Oh. I put myself in a lot of bad positions young, because I didn't love myself enough. Like I gave off the impression that, yeah, I think I'm, but like I said, you go home at night, you know what I'm saying? I didn't let anybody close enough to even know me to love me because I had this persona. You know, I was, and, and the crazy thing is that didn't start until I left Brooklyn. When I went to school, nobody knew me. So I was like, I'm not gonna let these people know me. Let me just put this front up. Cause when I was home, everybody knew who I was. And I, I was literally the same person, but like heightened. You know what I'm saying? Cause I wasn't gonna put that much of an act up, but just like, I didn't let anybody close enough. I let you believe we was cool, but I didn't love myself. And I, I was done with money. My relationship with credit was horrible. Like I was just stupid. I was just recklessly living. No strap. This that's what reckless looks like, literally. Like it was it was bad. It was bad. So that's what I would that's what I would tell myself. Jada. Um I would tell myself mistakes are okay. Like mm. at one of those people I usually perform really well academically and I got into my mind that like I had to always be the best be the best I know that's the thing like in the black community in general but I really went through a lot and beat myself up really bad about it and part of it was a lack of self-esteem because I didn't have self-esteem I felt like okay I'm good at school so I'm gonna just keep focusing on that I'm good at school that's what I'm gonna do and um now I learned that failure would completely derail me y'all straight up it would completely derail me so failure is okay because it's not a thing. Failure is not a thing because when you mess up on something, you come back the second time with experience. So is that really a bad thing that you coming in with more experience? It's not a bad thing. Um, give myself more grace. Definitely extend myself more grace and know that um, everywhere I'm at, I belong. It took me a really long time mm, to get no that. Way. Like where I'm at my job now, um, I'm a senior manager and I had a lot of imposter syndrome all the way up until like 
about two years ago. I kept being in rooms. I kept saying, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. Maybe I'm supposed to be here. No, nope, I'm supposed to be there. That's exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I'm there for a reason. And I got to own it. Like, get out my head and really just sit and own the room and understand that you're here for a reason to have an impact. Because usually I'm the only black face, too. So I'm always real right. careful. And that's a lot of weight on me. Because I'm whatever I say and do is going to shape how they're going to let people who look like me come behind me. So I'm starting to let that ease off me a little bit. So that's what I would tell my younger self. Like, those are the top three things. Um, man, one I would definitely tell myself, I would tell myself to live, um, live in the moment, you know, enjoy life. Um, I would tell myself to travel. It took me a while to really start traveling just because of what people said, you know, going to different countries, right? Like, oh, you know, that the, the scared mentality that we have going to all these different company, uh, companies, countries. And so it took me a while to start traveling. And once I started traveling, it was like, I love it. Right. Um, so I would definitely tell myself to travel, um, get a mentor. Um, you know, I never had a mentor, um, you know, or a coach until I was in my thirties. And so I never, I never was, you know, groomed, you know what I'm saying? I moved and I just knew, Kind of like what you were saying, like I had to be the best. I had to work hard. But if I would have had someone to kind of guide me in in the proper direction of where I was going or someone to talk to me, then I think I would have definitely made some you know, different decisions. I can remember in college. Right. Like I was um, doing computer science and I changed my major. And it wasn't because it was hard. It was because no one looked like me. Right. Uh. So I, I, everybody in the classrooms look different. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, I don't want to be the odd man out, you know, um, you know, in here. So and I felt like it was just boring. I felt like I couldn't really bond with anybody. And so I changed my major just to find out that I'm still typically the only one in the room. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so but you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. just the way I was moving, you know, it was just. Like, man, I wish I would have had someone that I could have just talked to or helped me out. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have that, you know, growing up. And so, and not only that, like, even the men that were around me, like, I'll be honest, I looked at them like bums. So there was nothing that they could really tell me anyways, because I was just like, I'm going to listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you can't even get your stuff together. Like, you got four kids. you, You know what I'm saying? Like... I'm not listening to you. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing yeah. you can tell me about relationships. There's nothing that you can tell me about getting the bag because you ain't getting it. So, you know, that's kind of what I grew up around. So it was just like, yeah, it was tough. So get a mentor, get someone to help you. And it's okay, you know, to, to get help. You know, we stuck in a, even now I see kids like get it out the mud. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't respect people that got it handed to them or I ain't gonna say handed to them, but they got a boost, right? You know what I'm saying? Someone passed something down and they took it and ran with it. Like, we don't respect that. We like, no, you got to be dead broke and get it out the mud. <laughs> the dumbest thing right. that I ever hear. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. So those are some of the things. And I think, you know, yeah, man. It, it whew, Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> right? <laughs> You narrowed it down to three. I'm thinking like, oh, well, there's 20 things I would tell my younger self, but um, we're going to narrow it down to three. Okay. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But those, you know, because that's why I was sitting here thinking and I was trying to think of some of the major things because I think with those, like, 
everything else would have worked itself out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As far as what I was trying to do, I wanted to live. It took me, I'm trying to tell y'all, it took me a long time to start living. Like Mm -hmm. I was so, you know, focused on certain things that I blocked everything else out of my life. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And so I was like, I got to do this. I got to do this. So I missed out on a lot as well too. It was a lot of things that I didn't do because of that. And so I wish I would have just said, yo, it's okay. You're 20, you're 21, you're 22. Like live, bro. Like have fun, you know, do some things. But you know, should have had a couple more of them drunken nights, Didi. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, keep it real. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, I should have had more of those. It might not have been, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I should have had more of those. I had enough for you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. I would tell my younger self that you are enough. You're enough. I mean, not having a dad growing up makes a girl feel like she has to do so much more. So every boy that comes around and tells you you're pretty, you think that they like you. So you feel like you have to go above and beyond for that guy. And you don't. And I, and I try to instill that in my daughter now. When you walk in the room, you command the attention. You are enough. You don't have to do anything else but show up. That's it. But I, I didn't feel that as a little girl or as a young girl. I felt like I had to perform all the time. I felt like I had to make people see me, notice me, show like show me some attention, something. I had to do something. And I didn't. And I didn't realize that I didn't. And like Adrian said, I didn't have mentors or coaches around me to show me, baby, you enough. You ain't got to do all that. I see young girls doing it now, and it makes me so mad because I see me in them. You don't got to do all that. You ain't got to twerk. You ain't got to do. You ain't got to perform for these people. They here to see you. All you got to do is show up. They see you. It's enough. You ain't got to do all that. That's it. Mm. If you got a little girl, please let her know she enough. Mm-hmm. Please. Please let her know. Man, Especially y'all. Age, we're so it's so fragile and seeing so much stuff and like Ugh. y'all are yeah, so yeah. so important. Mm-hmm. So important. We need you like bad. If I had, a, I, I can't even imagine who I would have been with a present dad, not looking for that validation from a man. I can't even imagine. I gave myself away to too many people being transparent that didn't deserve me. Mm-hmm. So please, please fill in that gap for your daughters so no man could come in and tell them that they're not enough. You want to hear something funny? My daughter, I'm talking to her last night. Uh, she's like, yeah, my friends are trying to convince me to go to this winter form or whatever, whatever. And I got asked by some kid. I know the kid. And um, she was like, she's like, I ain't really trying to go. I was like, I was like, you know, as you shouldn't. But why? She's like, because I was his sixth. I was the sixth person he, he asked. I stopped. <laughs> I said, and I knew she wasn't going to go. I said, yo, I said, let me make you understand something. If you're not first, you're last. That's it. If you're not first, Hello? you're not. I was like, I was like, Ricky Bobby said it. It was a joke. But if you fit in this context, if his first thought 
wasn't, I'm going to the winter formal, let me ask Mackenzie first. You Fact weren't over. Yeah, not going, what? Definitely not going with you. Like and like she 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 understands it, but the fact that we had the conversation and it wasn't just oh I'm going with such and such. By the way, I was his sixth person he asked. So no, if you wasn't first, that was it. And I'm I'm proud of the way that she carries herself. She's not boy crazy. She's 14. Like all her other friends is boy crazy all all, all over the place. She don't get into all that. Like we'll have conversations. She'll be like oh I think this boy is cute or whatever the case, and it's cool. Because attraction, it happens, right? But mm -hmm. the fact that I, and when she talks to me, she knows that I can hear things without reacting. Mm -hmm. Like she could tell me something and like, but my parents weren't like that, even as a boy. Like I would say something and it'd be like, what? It made me what? never want to tell them nothing. She and I said, never wanted to be that. She yeah. said, my parents was mad cool. I was boy crazy, but my dad wrangled me in. He said, and not over, my dad did that, not over here. Bring it back in, <laughs> sis. Come on, we're going to bring it back on. We're going, my dad's like, your horns is showing. He said, your horns is showing, but bring it in. Come on. And my dad was like, my dad old school, and he like a little bit, he was in the military, he a little bit shot out. And he used to ice up for it. I had to carry one boyfriend. And he used to ice show, my dad used to ice show him a shotgun, right? But they would be so scared, like, yo, Jada's dad be pulling out guns. People like, first of all, that's not the motive. My dad was just letting you know the time he on if you get dumped. Like, and he was telling him, get your dad too. Like, my dad was one right. of them kind of dads. He was real feisty. Like, it was like, wow. But at the same time, um, to that extent, I am grateful for it because it, it helps. It helps. It helped me set a standard because there's a whole lot that I don't tolerate. And it's like, mm. but at the same time, because I had a dad too, but I've been there too where you are, Didi. I've also given myself away to people that presented themselves one way and it was a sheep, a wolf in sheep's clothing. I uh, thought he was one way. It happens. You're going to get burned either way it goes. You just, oh, it's yeah. just about playing life. Like I had to play life before I got to like that thing. But I did have some values and things instilled in me from my dad, like, my dad don't believe in, you know how girls now go up to a guy, my dad, well, he passed away now, just FYI, a few years ago, but um, he used to always say, I remember I had liked this guy one time, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to say his name is, like, I'm like, yeah, I used to like Dave, and he was all like, well, did Dave come up to you? I said, no, I was going to tell him I liked him. He was all like, oh, no, well, Dave don't like you. I'm like, dad, I'm like that, and I kept telling him, like, this generation ain't like y'all. I'm all, Dave might like me, might be shy. My dad seen Dave one day, Dave don't like you. <laughs> He's like, there's your answer. Dave don't like you. I'm all like, oh, Dave, Dave don't like me. Where? Dave didn't like me. He didn't. My dad was right. Saved me some embarrassment. So men, <laughs> men like, provide oh, direction. Yeah, and and so he's a right about it. He didn't like men me. literally provide direction. Yeah. 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 Y'all got it. Look. Y'all got me all sentimental. I'm about to call her right after this. Right. <laughs> he's got a good daddy. She got a good dad. I know, she I does. My baby. Yeah. Yeah, my, I, my, she acts just like me. She doesn't, like you were talking about like the social media, like my daughter don't have no social media at all. Mm. She's a registered nurse. She's 25. Um, she, um, my baby is just so fragile. She, her dad's a piece of shit. He is. Um, <laughs> he didn't take care of her or whatever. So she's still dealing with all of that. I'm, I'm retired military. She's dealing with me not being there a lot in the military. So y'all pray for my child. But she just like is really trying to figure things out. And I'm like, you are an amazing, amazing woman. I don't I don't know how much more to pour into her. I pour and I pour and I pour. But I, I don't, it's, it's only so much I can do. Mm -hmm. So 
Like, you got to let them figure it out themselves sometimes, though. We all had to, yeah. all of us here, we all had to figure out, even give ourselves, yeah. our younger selves, that advice. Like, we had some, maybe didn't have gap posts, but we have had to figure it out on through trials and tribulations. You got to go yeah. through life. I just wish she believed in herself more. She doubts yeah. herself so much, and she's so amazing. I'm happy I'm your like daughter's that. black and in medicine. I love hearing black people involved in medicine. I'm like, like yes, see what everybody, everybody else sees. Like, oh my God. <laughs> but she just, I don't know. She just gotta, she gotta get there. And I'm just praying she get there quickly. She will. She's 25. <laughs> Look, by the time she's like 28, she's gonna be straight. Yeah, I hope so. I just want her to be healed and whole. That's all I ask. Healed and whole. That's it. Cause she's just too amazing to be. I'm like, girl, go live. You 25, no kids, and you a nurse. You got a whole right. bunch of money, girl. You don't right. know. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, girl, you got it. Please. I don't know. Lord, thank Lord knew not to give me that. Because you child. <laughs> I said, you saved my life, little girl. Just saying. You know, at 25, I ain't have kids. I was wilding. And I was only middle class. I wasn't an RN. I was making like 60, 70 Gs. I was wilding. You hear me? I was out in them shorts. As I said, the way I was going to All-Star Weekend. I ain't got no kids. I'm getting a section. Come on. We getting the... Yeah. No, it's wasteful now. Now I see the, the foolishness of it. I wish I would have been at the big age. Like, I've been very wasteful. Hello? I'm I like, like, I, I got to pay this day now. Like, what do you mean? $40 for this? Doing the old auntie over the glass, forty dollars. See, <laughs> gross, gross. Well, no, shit, twenty five. What the hell? Hey, Amen. Oh shit, my never mind. She went in there and look. See, I was being fast. <laughs> she was like in uh, second grade. That's terrible. That's when we got eyes up here in New York, sitting on stoop. See. Running around, doing too much. Yeah, I was doing a lot. Was doing a lot. You was cutting up. Oh, acting up. You hear me? Uh, Adrian and Wayne was out there being good fellas. Yes. I was playing good fellas in them streets. I was. That's good. That's a good observation. No, Adrian was. Hold on. Was you in my backyard throwing up at that time? <laughs> Mm, I think I was um that was I was what at that point I think I was I was probably about 23, 24, I want to say. That's crazy. Yeah, something like that. Ooh, child. Lord, I had the youngins at my house. Lord have mercy. Right now, I can go to the backyard though. I mean, if you go about the backyard barbecue, did you even attend? Because that's a good time. I mean, now it ain't, but you know, if you're young, that's a sign of a good time. You don't start with the there wasn't no barbecue. I don't know how you got in my backyard. Older wasn't, oh, it wasn't no barbecue. in the house. Where did I get well, a barbecue from? Yeah, because you heard backyard. You heard backyard. I just yeah, I I just went out there. I don't know what was going on. I just went out there. We just found them back there. I was laying in the grass. It felt great. I don't know what happened. I was just laying right. in the grass. You were laying Listen, in the grass. No, when you and I, I don't know the circumstances, but I'm kind of getting the picture. When you when you drunk and your body <laughs> is on something cold, you like, oh my goodness, this it is the so bathroom floor. He went outside. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm more of a bathroom floor. Like I'm just being there, like with the porcelain <laughs> god, like help me, please. Like that's when the prayer starts. Like, grass, time. It's all the same. Adrian, who brought you to the house? 
Remember, I had to stay the night. I had to sleep on your couch. No, I mean, how did I you drove. get there? Like, who, oh, who was you with, though? I think I came by myself. Oh, my. It was so many people. Was that the night I put Terrence out of my house? <laughs> Not it you was a lot going like, on. You know what? I don't even Walker remember that. It was so much was going not, on. Um, he was so disrespectful. Yeah, it was a it lot was going a lot on, on that night. It was... They both said it. <laughs> like it was a lot going on. It was. Like, I ain't gonna even lie. It was a lot going on. It was a lot of people there. It was a lot of people there. I Because I've been there other times, but that was like, it was a lot. I can't... Something was going on. Was it a game? Was I it, don't know what was going on. Was it the I think, the, I think I both men's and women's basketball teams was there. Yeah, it was like so many people there. It was, yeah. Much. Wait, and, you yeah. had a house full of, hoop, of both hoop teams? Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah, it was. Uh-uh. Y'all want to cut the cameras off because this sounds like a good time. Way too long. <laughs> like, oh, oh I, mean, I had a good night. <laughs> I ain't never been around like even in college. Anytime somebody on a hoop team or involved with the hoop team through a party, it's on. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I went down to I, listen. I had so Greensburg basketball team came to visit us because okay, this is the weird thing, like. I went to the branch. We went to the branch campuses of the University of Pittsburgh. Yeah, we had Greensburg girls, half of Greensburg girls and guys, because it was a drive, because there was some that chose to drive, and they stayed and went to a party at the fraternity house that was up there. Like, and I didn't do that. I, I went to Oakland to party once, and it just wasn't a good look. Um, See, Oakland I grew was wild. up in the hill by Oakland, and by high school, I was already in them parties. I was like, I'm tired of these parties. It's time for some new Oakland ones. Is so wild. by the time they got to pick Greensburg, we was at St. Vincent, Seton Hill, and Howard. Honey, I can't tell you how many times I've been on that Pennsylvania Turnpike. I had uh, a hoop, y'all. I had this little Kia about big as a matchbox. We used to be rolling it. One of the speakers was blew out. Music all the way up. Windows. <laughs> heat wouldn't work sometimes. Sometimes it would. Sometimes it wouldn't. You know, if you was getting in my car, come with your coat on. Come with your coat on because uh, you might you have heat. You might not. You're going to get oh. there, but heat is optional. Oh heat is optional. Yeah, <laughs> man, my car was, hoop car was a hoopty, y'all. I mean, like, it was really a hoopty. I'm so grateful for growth. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, I was doing way too much with that car. Like, <laughs> way too much. At least you had one. I was borrowing cars with no license at that time. You know what? Oh, you out here risking it all out in Bradford? I was bar, I was bar, yeah, I was borrowing cars. I, I asked, I asked a girl, one of my homegirls or just a girl I knew, like, yo, let me get your car. I'm about to run to the to country fair real quick. Wait, you yo, country fair? I forgot all about country fair. Yeah. Uh, Are those still you around? Be- I wonder. What? I you, see if country fair is still around. What? No, go ahead. Go hard. Come on, come on, Didi. You ain't never scared, Bone Crusher. Mm-hmm. You was getting by, by you was getting by with the big feet, wasn't you? All right, I should have let you keep that. <laughs> I should let you keep that. I should I should I should I, I, I don't know why I don't take your advice and get ready. Just let me chill. Just let me chill. She put them feet like, no, on the bed. I'm like, here, take the keys. Shit, take them. Take the goddamn keys. <laughs> Adrian, rescue us. No? Okay, forget it then. We done for the night. Y'all, what y'all got going on for the week? What y'all got going on for the week? Look, I've been drinking night and night. And you know, I'm putting Matthew week notice in. I got another new job. So I'm out. <laughs> what do you do? It's okay. Or you want to wait till we finish? You want to wait till we finish this and then tell us? Oh, yeah, I can say when we finish. Yeah, yeah, because I'm right. thinking like, mm, yeah, I'll wait. Yeah. yeah, we don't want these stalkers. You know, I got some stalkers. They might get in the child, man. 
Yo, your hair looks good. Did not peep the bread. Did not peep the braid up in the beginning. I seen the bun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Look at this. My loctician keeps me. Okay. Today's my one. My today's my two year lock anniversary. Oh, happy lock anniversary. Thank you, Adrian. I can't see your bun. You got to turn to the side. You see your bun. <laughs> is it a new bag or is it a real bun? It's a bag. What do you mean? Oh, you said I'm hating. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hating. Huh? We can't I'm see hating. it. That's well, not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I'm Yo. mad at it. I, listen, this man is too cool for school. I'm trying to, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes when we talk and I try to imagine, I'm like, how would that dynamic have worked when me and him was both 23? I know, I know I'm older than him, but just put both of us at 23. How would that look? Adrian was quiet. See, I don't like that. He really talked. Why, why don't you like quiet? Because I was noisy at 23. You're noisy now, Wayne. I don't feel like I'm that noisy, am I? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was chill. I had to know you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I ain't really know you, I wasn't going to say much around you. Like, period. He's always chill. Yeah. I was, yeah. I, was, yeah, I didn't really talk to people. I didn't. Adrian I didn't now know. was Adrian then. He has a <laughs> <laughs> but if I knew you, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna kick it, we're gonna trip out like how we do. But if I ain't know you, I you probably weren't gonna get many words out of me. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. What when you got going on this week, Didi? No, what you got going on this week? Uh there's no rule that says you have to go last all the time. Yes, it does. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> I'm not doing this. No, I'm not falling victim to your dictatorship. <laughs> I'm going to say nothing and then I'm going to move on. Yeah. Just living life, living regular life. Wait, Wayne, where you at? You don't look like you in your own. Um... I am. I'm in the same place. I'm in the same place. Look, there's LEDs in the corner. I'm in the same place. <laughs> in a different angle, I see. I, I am. I'm always at a different angle. It's all about the angles. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to hit a different angle just to, you know. What? What you got going on this week? Uh, forget it. And eat more, also. <laughs> ah! right. The recap. Uh, I had to spin the block on it one more time. Yeah. I didn't think we, we didn't catch it the first time. Oh my god, I can't. You could. I'm I'm tolerable. You know what I'm saying? You're a mess. Sometimes. Agent, what you got? I'll be chilling though. I'm not dealing with him no more. <laughs> He's too much. Hey man, I'm trying to be like your girl over here. You know, I'm 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 trying to find me a new new position. You know. So, yeah, they um, out here. They out here. Hey man, they everywhere. We're gonna, we're gonna, hey, we about to talk. Um, and uh, <laughs> you know, I'm always learning my my español. You know, my Spanish. Oh, that's so, right. Getting better. Me getting too. Hey, yeah, we'll tutor and everything. Oh, yeah, me too. Shucks. So, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I'm trying to go on and get fluent this year. I'm going to stop playing, you know, because I know Spanish. I speak Spanish. So, but I'm trying to take it to that next level. So, that's me too. I'm doing yeah, it career. I could bust a move with having another language under my belt. <laughs> hey. Especially in New York. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, that's exactly, hello? like you need that's exactly it. Where yes. <laughs> At this point, you like need it in New York. Yes. Uh, especially when it comes to work and moving up. So, mm -hmm. yeah, 
so yeah, that's 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 that, man. That's kind of what I'm working on right now, man. Like I said, speaking engagements, um, doing that, speaking about coaching. Um, the next one I'll be speaking about is leadership. And so, um, yeah, and why it's important. And, you know, the difference between a manager and a leader. We all know yeah. uh, managers be trash because they can't lead. So, yeah, I'll be talking right. about that. Um, I think that's about it for me. I think that's about it for me. Jay, what you got going on? Jay, what you got going on for the week? Uh, putting a two-week notice in. Um, and then after that, I'm feeling, I'm taking You said it vacation. again. You Before, you said you wasn't. You said it again. Like, what, you said you wasn't going to say it. You said you wasn't you was going to leave it alone. Go ahead. No, I was saying I was going to leave it alone as far as what I do. But, yeah, no, I'm so oh, okay. excited to do okay. it. And then that's it for the rest of the That's literally what I'm doing for the rest of the week. Putting a notice in, you know, you put a notice in, you're on autopilot. I ain't doing nothing the rest of this week. <laughs> doing nothing. And then I'm going to take a little mini vacation, take a little break in between. What I'm going to do is I'm probably going to go down to Miami for a little hot second. Give me a little sun. Just a little bit. Thought about the DR for a second. But my homeboy out there right now, my co-host, he's out in DR right now having the time of his life. I'm looking like, mm, I got a little two weeks to kill. Maybe I should go to DR and just vibe a little bit. Then start my new job. That's all. I'm chilling. Okay, I need a break. What I'm talking about. I need a break. Breaks. Yes. Um, what I got going on? Y'all know me, the core queen. Uh, just servicing my clients, virtual personal trainer, master trainer, certified nutritionist, certified glute specialist. That's what I do. I help people. Lose weight and get an amazing shape without starving themselves or spending hours a day in the gym. Um, so if you need to follow me, the core queen on all platforms, I can get you where you want to be, get you healthy. I'm about to follow you right now for the rest of your life. I am the core queen. Um, what else I got going on? Um, oh, shit. I almost died this weekend, but I'm here. Me and my son were stuck. Not funny. We literally got stuck on the side of a mountain trying to get to our cabin in Boone, North Carolina. It was the worst experience ever. Wayne, don't take offense. I'm going to leave white people shit to white people. Never doing that again. Thank God for the nice white man that came and saved our life and pulled us out with his Jeep. He got us out of there. Um, I'm going to be filing a complaint against the cabin company who will not give me my money back because I could not get to their cabin because they did not clear their driveway so that I can get mm. there. It was a huge disaster. So yeah, I'll be filing a complaint with them. I'm gonna actually contact the news people and everybody to complain about this company because it was a lot of money to book this cabin. Damn, I'm sorry that happened. That's um, the word. Yeah, and it was terrifying, terrifying. Cause there was no way to turn around. It was either go off the cliff or just stay there. And this mm -hmm. man came out of nowhere and hooked us up to his Jeep and pulled us out. So mm -hmm. thank God for him. Um, uh, so my artist money train, Raphael Ratliff, who's been in the comments all night. Um, <laughs> if you have not, streamed, downloaded, or listened to his new song, Me, Myself, and I, please go listen to it. It's an amazing song, amazing video. Um, hopefully, y'all keep y'all fingers crossed. We will be somewhere in the next two weeks 
hopefully in California at an amazing event coming up. We're trying to get there. And he has a huge project coming up. I can't say anything, but the event in two weeks, everybody knows about it now. One of the mm-hmm. people that um, in this amazing event, hope <laughs> he'll be doing a project with here soon. So a collaboration with. So um, we're excited about that. He got some good stuff coming up. Y'all look out for him. Um, but if you need some, if you need a waist trainer, the best waist trainer on the market, the Core Queen waist trainer is amazing. The Core Queen com check it out go buy it put it on i promise you you won't be disappointed i have apparel i have uh fitness equipment i have all kinds of stuff on my website and if you're a man and you like like if you like beautiful things buy my calendar 2022 core queen calendar it's also on the website that's all i got and we appreciate all the battle buddies in the comments she said that's all i got after listening 10 mm-hmm. things <laughs> wait shut up my fault. I'm going to go back to sleep. Go ahead. Okay. We appreciate all the battle buddies in the comments. Y'all, do not be like Nick Cannon. Let's bring tradition back. Let's get these black families back together. Let's raise families together. Let's build generational wealth, generational health, and be better, y'all. Y'all come back next Tuesday. Jada, we really appreciate you. You are amazing. I appreciate y'all. Um, I would love to have you on my podcast. I got to do a shameless plug because I got a podcast. Please. It's yes. at the Root Urban Truth Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Same name, at the Root Urban Truth. We have a website too, therooturbantruth.com. I would love to have y'all as guests. We got a little intake form. It would be phenomenal. Y'all are great. Um, I really enjoyed y'all. It's so nice to be around people who look like you. And it's the first day of Black History Month. Y'all, y'all know I'm being blackity black this month. Like I told, I seen something. Somebody said they're gonna wrap their couch in plastic. Might wrap my couch in plastic. Might grab a can of Crisco. Like I'm doing all the blackity black. black Might grab a can all of Crisco. All the blackity black black stuff that I grew up with. They say no stereotype. This is stuff that I've seen in my auntie's and my nana's household. I might grab a can of Crisco for the culture. Some good old Crisco. Just for this month, though. Just for this month. But then after that, I got to really get back because, you know, Crisco really not good for you. Like, it's really bad. Yeah, it's not back after this. But, you know, until then. So I really thank y'all so much for having me. I appreciate y'all. The feedback, the insight. Plus, we we beautiful black people. Like, how could how could this not be a good time? Right? Yeah. We appreciate you. Y'all, share the live. Tap in. Go and watch Jay's podcast every Wednesday, right? Yes. Check I forgot out. to put the. I forgot to put the. See, you came through. I forgot to put the every Wednesday part. Not every this Wednesday because I told How her did you know it then? In the VR. Because it's on her on the on her Instagram page. It's in the bio. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Check it out. The, the, the ooh did not make it for me. I did the ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next Wednesday. Co-host, y'all stay on after show. Ha, 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 ha.